discussion from teenager to young adult to adult. I'm your host, Daniel Riley, and I'm going through the same issues you are. And I'm here to help with the level up and to help us all heal from these growing pains. Today's topic is actually very special to me. And I say this because it it wraps up everything that we talked about throughout this entire series. And with that being said, I have to remind you guys that this is our grand finale. It is our fifth episode and the last in this series. Um, I'm actually a little sad about that because this is this has been a journey for me. Um, you guys have basically followed me through an entire semester of college and possibly one of the most trying episodes, trying episodes, one of the try- most trying semesters, uh, my second semester of my junior year. And I feel like I should probably explain more how some of the episodes went. So for our first episode, The Miseducation, which of course you guys are all going to be able to go back and listen to as you wish. I won't be taking these down. Um, For The Miseducation, that was a conversation about how the system has changed. And I've noticed um, when I was having conversations with my mom, my mother is an educator, Um, Well, she's telling me about her experiences in the classroom versus what I went through. And it actually really just like, it pissed me off if we're being honest. I cannot stand the fact that it's so easy now. And I mean, maybe it was easy for us back then too, but since we didn't know it, it seemed difficult. But I don't know. Something about the way the education system is running right now truly just bothers me to my core. And it has followed me into college. I mean, I don't know how many times I've questioned the accuracy of some of of the professors that I've had. Um, I'm not sure if everybody was qualified. And that's another thing that you'll probably go through at some point, too, because everybody has their own teaching styles. And some teaching styles just seem way out the way and don't make any sense. And that's really just what happened uh, for me this semester. Um, well, not just this semester. It happened freshman year. Again, it's a culture shock. So, there's that. And then, of course, for those of you who don't know, um, I also pledged a sorority this semester. So, it was very, um, it was very busy on top of having a trying semester, first semester as well. Um, I don't... I actually haven't really talked about myself much, but I figured, um, why not now? So first semester, I was extremely busy. Um, and please take note of some of these things because it's good to be involved on your campus. And, but there's also a point where you need to like take a breath. And I think it took me all the way up to my junior year to figure out that, hey, I've kind of been spreading myself way too thin for way too long. And that's really what happened with me uh, last semester. I, of course, I stayed on top of my grades. Somehow I managed to pull off all A's last semester. I I thank my professors for that. They were so understanding. Um, but really, I had 18 credit hours, which is a full course load. That's the max I could do without overloading. I was the president of, or I am the president, technically I still am, I'm the president of the Henderson Davis Players on campus, which is our drama program. Um, So, of course, I was handling, like, 
paperwork and, you know, dictating things. Dictating isn't a good word, but it's the one that came to me. Um, delegating is the right word. I was more like delegating things to other people. Um, I directed a play, which is something I've never done. Um, and I honestly can't tell you if I'd do it again because of how, how busy my schedule was. I don't know if I, I kind of enjoyed it, but I also don't know if it was stressful because everything else was stressful as well. Um, I did that. Uh, I became the secretary holding an e-board position for Golden Key Honor Society on my campus. Um, so really I just started picking up a lot of things. I was also a Thurgood Marshall Scholar. Um, which I am so grateful for, so thankful for. Um, but it entailed me going to Washington, D.C. for one week out of um, out of the semester in October. Unfortunately, it was my homecoming week. And for those of you who don't know, I go to the illustrious South Carolina State University, home of the Bulldogs. And that's on 1896. Um, and homecoming, that's an event. <laughs> that's a definite event, a full week's worth of events. And I just happened to go to D.C. in the middle of that week. So I actually missed my homecoming this year. And for every college student, I think we all feel the same, that homecoming is the stress relief of the semester. It's in the middle of the semester. It's right after midterms. You've been stressing for two weeks, one week before midterms to get ready for midterms, and then the week of midterms. And then you get homecoming. I didn't get that. And to make matters worse, the week before my midterms, I had to go. Um, uh, I had to go to Atlanta, which is a great thing. I love Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta originally, um, but I was there to work. I wasn't really there to visit. Um, I was an intern for the Atlanta Black Theater uh, Festival, which was a magnificent experience. Again, I am so grateful for the experiences that I've had this semester. It's just been a lot. That's all. Um, but I was gone. So the week that I was supposed to be able to study for my midterms, I wasn't even on campus. Then when I came back to campus, I went straight into my midterms. Right after I was finished with my midterms, my week that was supposed to be of relaxation and cutting a fool was me in DC in suits networking, which again, I am so grateful for. But I never really got that chance to calm down. And then with being gone from campus for two entire weeks, I fell so behind in my classes like, I'm surprised I even made my deadlines. While all of my friends were able to, like, party and relax and stuff, I was up at 4 in the morning editing a video. Or I was up at, like, 3 in the morning writing a paper. My professors would tell you, hey, yeah, I got her assignment at, like, 6 o'clock this morning, and I don't think she woke up early to do it. Because I didn't. I was just up that late. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a lot to consider, a lot to take in. It was a good semester overall, though, after I got my life together. Um, and I realized going into that, I could not take another 18 credit hour class, uh, course, uh, semester while I was doing everything that I was doing. So that leads us into this semester where I cut everything down. I took 15 credit hours, which is the minimum that I can take as an honors college student. The normal minimum is 12, but you know, uh, as an honors student, they hire, they put us on like this pedestal and they expect us to just do more, like exceed, not succeed. So... Oh, actually, I kind of like that. We're going to exceed, not succeed. Yeah, take note of that, too. Um, so, yeah, I had to take 15 credit hours in order to keep my scholarships. So, I had to go through all that. And it was truly just, it was a lot. And 
Uh, I'm grateful. And actually, I have to go back because I'm an Armstrong Williams scholar, which I am extremely grateful for. Oh, my goodness. I cannot thank Mr. Armstrong Williams enough for that scholarship because it definitely paid everything else that I could not afford. I'm so grateful. But, I mean, that's not really the point. The end of that, uh, of that one of the... One of the things that we have to do as as an Armstrong Williams Scholar is turn in a 30-minute package at the end of every semester. And, well, I didn't. it was a struggle to get those 30 minutes because a lot of the work that I had done wasn't really video. More of it was, I guess, a lot of papers. I had enough. I made it work. But that was like a last-minute stress factor because... Come finals, I was trying to take my finals, catch up on, like, things that I missed prior to midterms and then after midterms because I was so behind. And then I also had to do, like, an extra 30-minute video on top of that. And it was just, whew. I just know, you know what? They say junior year is probably your hardest year, and they were right. And I'm not sure if it was because I did it to myself or because my course load did it. Because... My courses actually weren't that bad. So I think I just did it to myself this time. Then on top of that, now we're back into this semester. And I tried to take it as easy as possible. Again, 15 credit hours. I was not doing that much work. Um, it just... It just wasn't... Mm, I just wanted to relax. <laughs> and that didn't really work out because I was still president of the Henderson Davis Players. And I was still doing everything extracurricular-wise that I had, that I was doing last semester, but I just had a lighter course load. So that's, I guess that's when it really set in with me that, yeah, I wasn't stressed out because of my classes. I was stressed out because I take on too much. And so that was a learning experience. Everything's a learning experience. Um, I had some issues, well, not issues, but there were some struggles that I went through with um, my roommates, and those are my best friends. You know, I talked about that in um, in a different episode. Uh, that was the third episode, I think. <laughs> it was it was a different episode. Actually, no, it should have been our last episode, um, the fourth episode, where I was getting busy, but they weren't as busy, and it was a uh, an issue because. I was never around, and when I was around, I was tired or I was working. So, that's another thing to take into consideration. Um, you know, you're not always going to have time for people. Which, it, it sounds terrible to say, but I mean, it's just true. You're not always going to have the same schedule as the people that you're around. And if, like, you can't get over it or if they can't get over it, then there are some decisions that you may have to make in the end. Um... I won't go into that much anymore because that's a little personal, but it's just, you know, there are a lot of things that went in, uh, that went on this year, but if I go back to like my freshman year, the, uh, our second episode, which is definitely the most popular episode is, um, sex and relationships. And that was definitely something that I feel needed to be addressed because when you're graduating high school. It's a different mentality. Like, the second you walk across the stage, everything that you did in high school and that you did in middle, in middle school just becomes irrelevant. Like, you could get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to go to classes. Yep. The second you cross that stage, that went right out the window. You will never be able to take an 8 o'clock class again. I mean, unless you're just an early morning person, which I'm not. So, 
Um, there's just a lot of other things that went in there because when you're in a relationship in high school, not to knock high school relationships because I mean those are normally the first the first real ones anyways that you get into. Um, but there aren't as many things that you have to consider. You don't have the same freedoms in high school that you do in college. And when you have those freedoms in college, it makes relationships difficult. And I think from that episode, we really just decided we don't do relationships, which is an entirely different topic on its uh, on its own because there are some people out there, myself included, that just believe in relationships, not casual things, none of that. Like, I believe in, like, serious, serious, like, relationships and I know I talked about being in a situationship, and I mean it's just something to consider because going into going into college, we tell people all the time when you come into college, do not look for your soulmate, do not look for your future husband, your future wife, don't even look for your first like college girlfriend or college boyfriend in that first year. Like if you stumble upon it, great, but um. It happens, but it's not, it's not common because a lot of times people are on different waves. And that's just something like from then on out. And, um, I didn't go into college looking for a relationship. Um, I kind of just, you know, stumbled upon one. So, well, not even a relationship because you guys have heard me call it a situationship. So that's just something to consider because my roommates, uh, my friends, my roommates, they went through different things. They were on a different wave. Meanwhile, um, him and I were on entirely an entirely different planet. But <laughs> we were on a different planet, but we were not in the same hemispheres on that planet. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, there's no love lost for him. Um, and there hasn't really been anybody, like, seriously after that. So... It's just something to, like, consider. Like, yeah, I'm in my junior year. I'm not looking for my soulmate. You don't have to look for your soulmate. We're here to get our degree. That's that. That's the, the long, the short, the upside downs, the ins, and the out of it. I'm here for my degree. So, I just wanted to touch on that, too. Um, I'm trying to think of the other, the other topics that we did. Oh, moving out. Um, that should be the last one. Yeah, moving out. Um, I had a moment, I believe it was over Christmas break, when I was really just thinking, I don't really, I had this moment where I was like, I don't feel like I fit in anywhere, like at home or at school or anything. And that comes with evolving. When you're maturing through college or maturing through anything, you start to feel uncomfortable because you're comfortable where you are in the beginning. But once you start changing, there are things that just don't sit well with you anymore. And that's where the moving out episode came from because I really thought at that point in time that it might have been time for me to go ahead and get my own place. Of course, I was trying to figure out how I was going to pay for it, which I can't because I don't work. Um, Not to say that I couldn't because my freshman year I did work, but I started missing out on a lot of my college things and like college experiences my freshman year. So I decided to quit. Um... So that's just something to that I thought about. And now I'm in my junior year. I'm not in that like freshman mentality anymore where I want to run home to my mom. Um, of course, like 
I will always want to run home to my mom, but I'm also at a point where it's like, I want to, but I shouldn't. Because we talked about the crutch, but if I keep running back towards this crutch, I'm never going to be able to wean myself off. And coming home and like leaving, switching from having all the freedoms in the world in a college dorm to going back home and having like a curfew, like I'm 20 years old. And I just started to feel really, really uncomfortable. And it's not like nothing was happening at home. So don't like listen and think you need to like call the police or anything. Um, It's just, you know, my state of mind changed. Um, When I was younger, I hated to clean. I could not stand cleaning. I had a pile of clothes on the floor. Two piles, actually. One was clean, one was dirty. So (laughs) that's how that was. But now, since I've been in college, like I clean all the time. I wash dishes, I wash clothes, I sweep, I mop, I vacuum, like, I'm cleaning all the time. My family is not a cleaning family. (laughs) We do it if we need to and when things get terrible. But as I got to college, that changed. And I clean just to feel better. Because, again, college is stressful. College is the most trying part of my life so far. And one of the things that I found helped me to get through, like, all the stress was cleaning and like I noticed that as I was going through like my year um I could tell where my like mental state was based on the um based on the structure of my room so if my room was cluttered if my room was a mess I was irritable I was stressed and I was aggravated easily and so in order to like get out of that I would clean my room And now if I get aggravated, if I get stressed, I start cleaning. So I've rearranged my kitchen. (laughs) I've rearranged the living room. Um, I cleaned my room about four different times since I've been back due to this coronavirus pandemic. (laughs) I've been home for like a month now or at least a month. I'm not sure. Um, So, yeah, like I just I grew out of the ways that I had when I was in high school. Um. I grew out of that craving of like, oh, let me just rip and run. Like, I like to drive, but I don't like to drive far distances anymore. Um, I have to be in a mood for it. And I don't like driving by myself anymore. Nothing happened. It's just sometimes I like road trip partners and I don't have road trip partners. Except for my bunny. He loves to ride with me. But that's not the point. So, I'm just saying that to say it's a period of evolution. And that's where I am. And... Not to say that this was like an entire like intro. There is another topic that I want to touch on that we didn't touch on um, throughout this season. And that is mental health. Because throughout all four episodes, including this one, so five episodes, um, I've mentioned how things are stressful. And stress is a factor in mental health. If you are too stressed, your thought patterns change. Your your thoughts as a whole changed. And it's not, not to say that it's a bad thing, because like I said, I gained a good habit. I like to clean now. But there are also points where I did not want to get out of bed. When I got to college, I had my first ever panic attack. I've never, I'd never had a panic attack until my freshman year of college. And... Again, that's just like, you know, a mental thing. I had that panic attack because I realized I moved out. (laughs) 
Not to say that, like, hey, I'm, when I move out of college and I actually live on my own, on my own, I'm going to have another one because I feel like I'm more prepared now. But it really hit me that, okay, I have grew I grew up watching High School Musical and School Days, and I'm done with High School Musical, and now I'm in School Days. And I don't recall seeing a single parent <laughs> in School Days. Like, I'm alone here now. And so that's really what um, what threw me off. It really caught me off guard. And so I want to say if you don't have a support system, find one. And it doesn't matter if you find it before you get to college or after you get to college. Because honestly, I feel like there should be two different kinds of um, two different kinds of support systems. Um, an at-home support system, which tends to... Be, uh, tend to consist of like family members and like friends from high school that you like still talk to or whatever and then an on-campus support system which are like your professors or faculty and um, your roommates if you have any or just friends that you have on campus because you guys have to be able to support each other all of you guys are on campus away from your parents um, you guys are on your own now and that's really something that's it's trying. It'll it'll really mess with you if you let it. So that's why I say find a support system. And if you don't, um, it's okay if you don't. It all, that part, if you don't find one, it teaches you to stand on your own. Which, of course, is what college is for. But it's always nice to have, like, you know, a safety net. And throughout my uh, matriculation at SC State, I feel like sometimes my safety net would have, like, a tear in it. And that would cause me to have, like, you know, these panic attacks or these moments of frustration. And I would always have to call my mom. I didn't have much of, like, an on-campus support system. Um, not a consistent one, anyways. I mean, I do, of course, but it's not like, hmm, I can just call this person whatever. But I say that to say um, your university or wherever that you decide to go not to say that um, this is only for people going into college. I just can't speak for the people that go straight into the workforce or people that go into the military because those two were just never like thoughts that I had. Um, but there should be some type of counseling available at some in some form or fashion um, on campus. They have uh, they should have counselors. Uh, we have a counseling system uh, on campus. I've never actually used them. Um, I have a my own therapist, which is what I'll also say to those who go straight into the workforce. If it becomes too much, please seek out a therapist, seek out help, seek out someone to talk to. And like understand that you're not the only one going through whatever it is that you're going through. You may not know the other people, but there are there's somewhere in the world there is someone else having the exact same thoughts as you. And that's it's a little comforting. Of course, it's not like when you hear it now, but it is kind of comforting. I know when I call my grandmother, she always tells me somebody else has it worse. And that does not help me at all. <laughs> because as selfish as it sounds, it's like, hey, I'm calling to get out my frustrations. Don't tell me about somebody else's. Because now it just sounds like we're both having a crappy day. So I just want to say that, like, definitely seek out, um, seek out a support system whether it is a therapist or just someone that you just like to talk to. That's okay, too. Um, I'm sorry. I really just, I really want to let that, like, sit for a minute. 
like seek out your help find an outlet for me in high school my outlet was painting and like artistic stuff now I'm in college and I don't really have that much time so my outlet now is to just stay busy which of course does not work it, it's a distraction but when I get the time to catch it 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 catches me <laughs> so uh, and then I get my chance to paint again and that's when like I'm able to like relieve a lot of that stress also um, sometimes I'm not I'm not condoning this but sometimes partying is a good stress relief like it's it's just a chance to relax and that's kind of how I did a lot of things I went to some kickbacks and with people that I know and trust um, don't just party with people you don't know um, it's just a chance to like you know let off some steam blow off some energy or whatever and just you know try and keep the balance because like I said I had a stressful semester another thing I want to say which a lot of people don't a lot of people secretly agree with but don't want to admit cry <laughs> have a minute cry go outside scream uh, well maybe I go outside and scream because people start looking at you weird but like you know if you got to cover your face with a pillow and just like scream until your throat sore and your chest hurts do it because you've gotta release that pressure or else it's gonna get you um and try to stay active i know if you have one of those spats where you just don't want to be around people it's one of those moments where you just don't want to get out of bed it is okay to get out of bed and move to the living room in your uh in your dorm that counts as long as you get out somewhere it doesn't have to be out and about with a bunch of people because I have roommates, and so when I leave my room and I go sit in the living room, I never know if my roommates are going to walk out of their rooms, if they're going to come in, if they're leaving. It's a chance to, like, still be around people without being around people. It's, like, a nice step back, um, or step forward, I guess, back into, like, the way you normally are, however you are. Um, and I like to people watch, so if I sit in the living room, there's a window that looks at the parking lot, and I can just watch people drive by. Um... Just, like, find something that's not... There's something that's mind-numbingly stupid to do. Like, just look at a wall, or not not a wall, but you know, look at something that doesn't really require, uh, like, energy. Something that you can just do without thinking. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that you could possibly do. Like, I watch TV... But if I'm watching, if I'm in that kind of mode, I don't watch, like, serious things that I'm interested in. Like, not shows that I'm really binge-watching. If I'm in one of those modes, I'll watch, like, cartoons. Um, and don't let cartoons, don't let people fool you. Just because you're uh, in college doesn't mean that you have to stop watching cartoons. Because I'll watch Danny Phantom to the death of me. I'll be 56 years old talking about some... Yeah, he's a phantom. So, just remember that you're in college to get your degree... Or you're doing your job in the workforce to make your ends meet. Or you're in the military to serve your country. Or I guess our country. I don't know who I was listening. But, you know, to serve your country and to possibly help families back home. Whatever it is that your purpose is, do not lose sight of your purpose. Because there's a reason you're doing it. There's something motivating you. And don't let that motivation go. I think that's basically the entire point of Growing Pains. It sucks going through this evolution, uh, this evolution, but we have to grow up and we have to level up. So I guess that's pretty much all I can leave you with um, for. 
this last episode for this season. Again, I am Danielle, your humble and gracious host of Growing Pains. And, um, I'm not sure if I may pick this back up or not. I enjoyed recording it. Uh, not so much for it being for a class. Yeah, when you have to do things for class, it kind of sucks. But it's something that I may consider. Um, I may consider picking back up and taking seriously. Because these are things that I didn't have in high school and that I really want my little sister to have as she goes, as she gets ready to go into college. Um, not that she knows that I'm doing this, but I mean, I say my, sis my sister because I want somebody to be able to benefit from my misfortunes. I feel like that's how we have trailblazers. That's how we have people that change paths for people. I didn't have this, this coaching kind of thing to get me through the transition as I go through college is... I get to go into like the real world and transition out of college and into whatever comes next. <laughs> so for right now, I'm going to say that this is me signing off, but who knows? I may come back with another season for you guys. Um, I guess I'm going to sign off again. <laughs> I am your gracious and humble host, Danielle Riley, and thank you for listening to Growing Pain.